0: As a family-owned business, Price Chopper knows just how important saving money is to your family.
1: We're always chopping prices so you can feed your family for less. Welcome back to Preps KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. I'm your host, Dion Clisso, joined as always by the coach, Harold Wamsgons here in the Preps KC studio, powered by Xfinity Internet, now with up to 5 to 10 times faster upload speeds. All right, let's go ahead and bring in GoPowerCat.com's Ryan Wallace and Ryan, you went went down to – where would you go last week? I can't remember the name Nickerson, of the town.
0: Nickerson, Kansas. Nickerson,
1: Kansas. You tweeted out a video of the 25-year-old man they let play with the <laughs> 14-year-olds, um, of the kid that you went down to watch play, and that's what he looks like. Coach, I tell you, I'll show you the video. He looks like he's 25 and just stepped off an NFL practice squad, and he's out there with a bunch of freshmen and sophomores. What a massive individual this kid is, and – his talent jumps off the page. I know it's in a small school setting, so it's tough to apples to apples. What did you think, having seen him?
0: Well, so Lincoln Cure is the individual's name. He is not 35 years old, as, as Dion is trying to portray, uh, but it was it was a man amongst boys scenario. Uh, he's a junior at Goodland. Um, he's just and, a junior? <laughs> yes, he's just a junior, uh, about 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, probably about 2'10", and I think safe suffice to say I would I would call him the best tight end prospect I've ever covered in the state of Kansas uh, I think he's better than DeAndre Goolsby was at Derby uh, a number of years ago who went on to play at Florida Lucas Kroll might be up there at Mill Valley I mean he's better than both of those guys um, there's a reason why he's going to get the recruiting attention that he has and, and got, there's a reason why that video ended up on Sunday uh, NFLs. that was um, your video <laughs> Sunday Countdown on, on you got mossed yes okay they got mossed, <laughs> but yeah, a really good player. You will not, you, you will hear a lot about him over the next six to eight months for sure. Well, where are you on this week? So this week I will be at uh, the game that really needs no detail background introduction. It's, it's St. Thomas Aquinas at Bishop me <laughs> Uh two teams that I've yet to see this season, but I've seen just about every year that I've ever covered high school. So finally, uh, you know, I've kind of reserved them and been saving this one, knowing that they might meet up in the four A bracket, didn't think it would be in the second round. Um, yeah, John Holmes, you get St. James in round one, St. Thomas Aquinas in round two, and if you win, you might be looking at Lewisburg. So tough stretch for the Stags, um, but this, this this is a huge one. Um, and guys, I'm I'm really interested to see how this one unfolds because you know it's tough to beat anybody twice, right? Tough to beat a Randy Dryling team twice um you know what what does bishop miege look like coming off that scare to saint james um you know does either of these teams get uh, surely neither one of them would get caught looking ahead right i mean they they know they've got to go through this one this this is a massive test for both these teams but to me guys i feel like this game will be decided uh in the trenches but specifically between the bishop miege offensive line and the saint thomas aquinas defensive line because to me, we know what Aquinas wants to do when they come out and have the ball on offense. They're going to want to try and keep Miege's offense off the field. But I think Miage is pretty balanced this year, and they've got one of the better offensive lines uh, in the state that doesn't get talked enough about. And then they're going against a defensive line that's obviously very good. Juju Marks is kind of the headliner for Aquinas, the junior that's got offers from everywhere, you know, at 6'7", uh, uh, you know, 265 pounds or whatever. If, if Miege can kind of control the possession battle uh, and and kind of flexes their muscles as they want to do on offense, they really weren't able to do it in the regular season against Aquinas. But if they can do it, you know, a little bit better, this is one that I would think Miege can come out on top a second time. But it, it'll be a tough one. Ryan, staying in your discussion of Class 4, what do you see from coming out of the West? Who do you like in the West bracket? Well, you know, I wasn't sure what Wamigo had coming back uh from their state championship run or, you know, appearance last year. Uh, and here they are as the one seed, just you know, pulling it out again, 58 points last week, granted, a winless El Dorado team. Uh, and they'll look like they'll probably march ahead and beat Rose Hill again this week. Uh, but as as I look down that bracket. You know, I've seen Wellington in person against Collegiate, a good team, not a great team. coffeeville has got some athletes, uh, but I, I'm looking more at maybe who comes out of that Bueller-McPherson game this week. I think both of those teams have pretty good athletes and are well-rounded on both sides of the ball. And over Central's maybe a team that's got enough pieces to test either one of those, but I'm looking at the bottom half of the bracket on the West side, Coach, and like I said, I think really I would lean more towards the winner of the Bueller McPherson game to probably be my favorite to come out of that and, and maybe, you know, see, Wamigo in the semifinals.
1: Yeah. Well, he's, he's done a really good job. I, I talked with him last year around the state championship game and that's a, that's a program to keep an eye on over the next few years. It's going to be tough once they get to the state championship game, if they can, yeah. can keep putting themselves there, but keep putting yourself there. You see what happens. Um, uh, Let's stay in that four A bracket. I just want to talk about one game there, and then we'll jump over to five A. How about Eudora and Atchison? This is just a great. I think this is one of those games that we're you know, if you're Atchison, you've done everything anyone has asked you to do. You you've beaten teams that are you're better than, you know, as as well as you can. And now you're facing a Eudora team that is battle tested through the Frontier League, coming off another good win over Piper last week. Uh, and this is this is going to be one of the more interesting games to see how these two teams match up. Yeah. I mean, you look at Eudora. we've
0: been talking about them from the get go, because again, I I mentioned in the preseason, this was a class uh, amongst their juniors and seniors that they were pretty high on as freshmen, sophomores. So, and, and I think it's a type of team, like you said, Dion, that you almost kind of throw the record out. Um, It's a lot kind of like, you know, the EKL teams that come out and they're, you know, the seven or eight seed, but you're thinking, "Eh, they're probably better if they played in another league. Well, Eudora is battle tested, and you go up and down. They they had a, a solid win, as you said, against Piper, um, a competitive and and hungry Piper team that they you know beat by two scores. And if you go down and look at Eudora through the season, they've given Tonganoxie a game. You know they gave Lewisburg a heck of a mm. game. Um, they were in it with Spring Hill, uh, narrow losses all the way around. So this is a team, yeah, that should be considered dangerous on the the top of that 4a bracket for sure we talk about you know the 4a east the bottom half eudora might be kind of the surprise sleeper to you know advance to the semifinals and only have to face whoever's left between baser lindsberg miage and aquinas and all you got to do is win one at that point this is a question for either one or both of you how do you feel about atchison's team speed well, I mentioned last week, you know, I like the Purdy kid. Um, beyond him, I'll be honest, I don't know a whole lot about the roster. Quarterback's, yeah.
1: quarterback's pretty solid. Carter.
0: Yeah. Deion's probably a little bit more familiar. But, I mean, if, if you've got a one-two punch, yeah, you know,
1: sometimes that's all you need. And they're, they've been rested. I mean, they they haven't taken a lot of snaps the last few weeks. I mean, they've been putting it away. Uh, let's look at 5A real quick. We'll kind of run through this bracket. DeSoto, Topeka, Seaman. Um, I, I like I DeSoto in this game, but Seaman's playing well. Yeah. That's a tough physical team. I saw a lot of them on film last week. Some of the highlights of that game. Mill Valley Spring Hills, a, a big three game. We, we talked with Coach Feedback. The one that I think is interesting, and we also talked with uh, Jason Swift from Shawnee Heights. I think that that Thursday night game is going to be interesting. Lansing Blue Valley Southwest. That yeah. that's going to be a track meet, isn't it? Yeah, you I mean, because both so. those teams have athletes, and they get up down the field. And Lansing has proven they can hang with just about anybody. And they went down and got a win at Pittsburgh last week, which has got to give them all kinds of confidence. I
0: think it'll give them confidence. I do think Southwest is just playing with a, a different level of confidence yeah. than we've ever had. They're so hungry to get through this bracket, guys, that I, I would be hard-pressed to pick against uh, against Coach Oric's squad. Um, and, and I think it probably sets up a really nice, you know, fun, what would that be, sectional matchup with Shawnee Heights. To me, guys, it's, it's you know, Mill Valley-Spring Hill for me and in, in this week in the 5A bracket – because, you know, obviously you think, you know, this should be a given that Mill Valley again is going to cruise through this bracket. But, you know, I think Spring Hill's pretty tested this year. Um, and, you know, it's one of those games where if Spring Hill is hanging around at halftime, do they start to get in Mill Valley's head a little bit? Yeah, so and again, it's, it's strength Valley, on
1: strength. I mean,
0: yeah, I mean, Mill Valley should win this game, you would think. Um, but the longer Spring Hill hangs around, does Mill Valley start to question itself a little bit?
1: Yeah, that's the one that's strength on strength. It's a running game against that defense. It's Mill Valley's offense was just struggled against a physical defense of Spring Hill. Real quick in, in 6A, we've got some good matchups this week. you got Olathe East, Blue Valley, Blue Valley, who's starting to play very well. Um, And Olathe East has done any anything you can ask for. They've done the last six weeks. Uh, we talked with Coach Corkenmeyer. Olathe North, Blue Valley West. No matter when you play this game, it's always a good one. And then Olathe South, Blue Valley, Northwest. And that the Thursday game. And so if you're listening to this on Friday, that's really Bryce Nornberg last week, four touchdowns against Shawnee Mission South. They did not let Shawnee Mission South be a part of that game last week. That was a, an impressive performance, especially by Nuremberg. I'm a
0: big Bryce Norenberg fan. So I'm excited to to kind of see how that one shakes out. But yeah, bottom half of that bracket in the East and six, a big one at the ODAC. I'm, I'm intrigued to see Blue Valley West against Olathe North. Um, because, you know, Sage Huffman probably doesn't get enough credit for just yeah. the the overall high school career that he's had, um, but it, obviously running into the teeth of a really physical defense. And then, guys, Olathe East and Blue Valley, um uh, quietly good one. Mm-hmm. I think the question will be, does Blue Valley have enough offense? Uh, Blue Valley's defense has come a long way, and they've got some horses on that side of the ball, but also Olathe East's defense doesn't get enough credit uh, you know, it's one of those where how long can you ride the John Price horse? Uh, they, they're they going to have to prove, I think, that they can throw it around a little bit to get past East that is just playing a, as hot as maybe any team out, outside of Blue Valley Southwest right now. You know, I have to ask you about Lawrence and also about Free State. Yeah. And what do you think about yeah. their matchups this week? Well, you know, I think with Free State, I am I'm excited to see what they do against Manhattan. Um, they went out. Got a, a good win against a good Garden City opponent. I, I think, you know, they they match up fairly well with Manhattan. Going into the Manhattan is, is a tough one for Free State. Um, I would probably lean towards the Tribe there. And then with Lawrence, uh, you know, the game they had last week to escape Dodge City. And now you're looking at a road test against Derby. I'll be honest. I don't know how Coach Bowen kind of gets those guys regrouped. Um, because you're already kind of second guessing yourself you know man should we even be here and now you're looking ahead at at derby who's who rolling is just quietly rolling right now um i i don't know i am not feeling good about the lions um <laughs> you know it's kind of been it, it hasn't been the greatest of finishes i think for them in the regular season
1: yeah i the, I, I don't know if either one of those are going to come out <laughs> To the other yeah. side of that, yeah. they're, they're, I think they can. I'm not saying they can't, I think they can. Um, but we'll see. Well, I'm inside free state, yeah. Lawrence, for sure, I would, I'd probably go with you too. But Lawrence Lawrence is dangerous though, too. Banks is his, yeah, Banks is getting better throwing the ball, which is taking which is opening their offense up. So that's his, his, his every week because I put his stats in that percent completion percentage has done nothing but go up each week. So that means sure. he's putting up good numbers each week. So, Will Ryan, have fun out at uh, me Asian Aquinas should be a good one. And we'll chat with you again next week. Thank you, guys.